I, your God, has a lot to say. And what I say, you are about to see. And what you see, you already know. And you see, and you sense, and you smell, and you taste. And you see, and you say, and you know that I am good. And this season, I'm showing out as never before. Like 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 never before. Here. Like never before. See. Like never before. Understand. Like never before. So you can do like never before. Many will begin to repent for ways and doing deeds that I never said. I said in my word and I gave a revelation in revelation. Don't add in, don't take away. In this hour, doing this final move, it's only going to take an individual to seek me, to deny self, to deny family, to deny needs, to deny wants, and only serve me. In this hour, it's a choice to come up higher, to come up higher, to come up higher, to come up higher. Because I said, bring me, bring me your first fruit. Bring me your offering. Bring me what belongs to me. But in this season, for those who are hungry for a fresh revelation due to what I'm saying in a current situation, to end a tradition that contradicts what I'm currently saying, which I already said beforehand. Because many take their eyes off me and put it on them. Because I never said give the money to them. I said only give the money to me. I sent and I'm sending people who are bold enough, who are determined enough, who are humbled enough, who are humbled enough, who are humbled enough, who are humbled enough, who are hungry to be humbled enough to release my great and final move. Miracle signs and wonders do not belong to you. They belong to me. You cannot ever do anything without me. So people are not created to take care of an individual and still declare and decree and decree and decree and decree that I am their provider. Ministry is not a come up. Ministry is a come out. 
Ministry is a grow up. So you can grow out. Ministry is for you to look up. So you can look out. Ministry is for you to stand up. So you can stand out. Many will begin to feel convicted right now at this hour. Because I'm the one who's doing it. For those who know what they're doing. And I see what they're doing. And it looks as if I said to do it. But they're not. will feel comfortable because I've never said to do it. No one can run. No one can hide. No one can lie. No one can do anything without me knowing beforehand. I set this season aside just for my final move. Now who's mature enough to say, God, what do you have me to do? And just do that. Just do that. Ask me, how do you want me to have you to bring whatever I ask of you to bring to me? Because I'm dismantling every form of trickery that many do not see. Because I said, bring it to my house. And you are in my image. And you are of my likeness. So who I am and identity, so are you. But far as authority, you submit only to me regarding anything, no matter how historical it seems to appear. I'm canceling controversial speculations. I'm casting down organizations. You can't create your own certificates for your accomplishment when I'm the one who's supposed to do the promoting. I'm the one who's supposed to exalt you. And if I'm not the one exalting you because you're not the one exalting me, what is ministry? Gaining the resources of the world but not gain a soul every day? It's not about the size. It's not the mega. Due to space and capacity. It's so that I am the omega. So get rid of your omega. In a sense to come up yourself in a way that you think and you don't. That I said that I never would ever say. Because I would never have anybody to take care of you. 
That's not what I said and that's not what I do. But in this season, I'm dismantling all forms of illegitimate authority. Traditions. Traditions. What is a tradition? Thoughts, beliefs, acts, demonstrations that have been done upon generation, upon generation, upon generation. But regarding the word tradition, it doesn't mean that it's an actual fact because there are good traditions and there are bad. Many are afraid of the hour I send my son to come as if I'm going to send them before I fulfill what I already spoken that they did not see or even discover yet. And if they did not discover it yet, then they try to make me out to be a liar. So why would I take them from where I placed them? Especially in a time as this. So when you look around, you look good. When you see accomplishments, when you go to these organizations, when you go into these places that is even called the house of me, without encountering any miracle sign or wonder present for the ones I'm referring to. That's why I'm sending my warnings to. Because it's stopping right now. I sent a great man days ago to repent, to repent humbly. He did not have to listen. But because he sought me and because he is loyal and because he is honorable, he got in front of the world and did exactly what I told him to do. And many do not agree. And many are under the leadership and still choose not to agree but misinterpreting my message that I sent my son to release and he never said not to give. That's what you said for those who say I'm visiting every house right now regarding how I feel right now. You either want the blessing or you don't. It's not forceful. Already written. It's up to you when you decide the day to choose to be used. He never, ever said not to give or not to tithe in a sense of not to bring forth what I asked. He clarified in this season during my final move because I had enough of seeing what I never said through people who said I always do. Many are only preaching and teaching to those who already have a doctor. It's just like going to the ER knowing the procedure 
It's a different wristband you get when you be seen, but you go through the same procedure every time. That's the same how I'm seeing it a lot right now. Many think discipleship, good stewardship, and just talking to those who know about their citizenship. And when the crowd begin to shout and yell hurrah without saying hallelujah due to a fresh, fresh, a brand new, never discovered yet, but always been in you type of revelation and knowledge. Due to spirit and truth. How is it to speak about being as I am and doing what I do and people walk past to place an offering in front of you or praise in front of you or go to the altar in front of you for those who want to have that offspring anointing of a Levite as an offspring of a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by taking care of what goes on in the house, but watch those who need the miracle, who need the sign, who need the wonder, who need a healing touch from me, see them walk right past, walking out the same way that they walk in. You know when I show up. Because change is present. And change is permanent because purpose is present. Because the power of my presence due to the essence of my presence is present. Me are dressed up fools. And you can never make a fool out of me. You're making a fool out of who you're not. Many people, many people. And these words are going exactly where I'm using my substitute, my replacement, my good steward to sing them until I come back again. How can the God in me not want to hear the God in you. And I am who I am alone. So how can any vessel choose to make a decision without me? To heaven is impossible. To say I do and don't. To say I will and have not yet. I provide, I provide, I provide. Many want the money to come to them to take great care of them who don't even want to get to know you. Who don't even reach out to even call you. Who have the attitude, if you walk away, then someone else will come in, but not even realizing that they're responsible. To nurture and feed my sheep. So if a sheep left the flock, then who's responsible for that? See, 
You can dress nice. You can smell nice. You can talk nice. You can celebrate nicely. But who's laying eyes on what's really being seen? Who has their ears where it really need to be heard? Who's walking in fresh territory? I never said it's about community. And I never said community is fellowship. Knowing your citizenship, it goes out into the community. Due to stewardship. What is in a community? Those who need to encounter me. So are you amongst those who walk with me every day? As if you don't, when you know you do. So recognize what you are saying here. Tradition. Tra means in the midst of, amongst, in the middle of. Tra. Dition means dominion, to rule. So if I'm in the middle of ruling, am I in the middle amongst dominion that makes our father out to be a liar? Because the first thing he has given man is dominion. So why am I around it and not it being in me, being a part of me? And I am part of it as it's released to me. This message going back and forth from me and God. And a sense of myself just a vessel. So many words been translated, that's not even how it's supposed to be said. I, Quenisha, am a substitute of Christ. What does a substitute do? Stand in a place of a teacher until they come back again. I, Quenisha, am a substitute of Christ. Christ's replacement until he come back. Now why did he call me his replacement? Because I'm also a Lord. And I'm also a king. And he's not referred to me as a king in a sense of my sexuality, my gender. He said king because it's high and rank than a queen. So we are on one accord with him as a king. If I'm a queen in a sense of saying I'm like him, then that put me under him when I am just like him because I'm in his likeness and in his image. But in a sense of his authority, 
He's over. That's why he's king of kings. If anybody is pissed off about that man's message because they became selfish. And when you're walking with authority like God here, you can't be afraid to speak up for what is right, no matter who it is, respectfully, because it has to stop. Respectfully. But many are being stubborn and saying, he's not saying that to me, but the voice of God is actually present saying it to me. But I'm just going to say he's not because I don't want to come under what I just heard. Because I like it this way better. But I'm walking like you, Christ. No, I'm just denying what you're saying. Many are covering up, sweeping under the rug, but they don't need to expose Many are laughing on the outside, but in the four walls of their home, they're crying out. Because I'm bringing forth conviction. Bringing forth warnings. And you will know my voice from many other folks. My voice don't come with fear and a sense to release no freedom. But fear in me is to only do what I say. And trembling only because you know that I am only able to do anything and everything. When I say come away with me, I never said in a sense of you being alone that you have to stay that way with me. I want you to stay tuned because many are disconnecting but want a connection and it's causing people to be confused. Because if you want to be valued as a leader spiritually, you must value those who are above you. Everybody as somebody. This message will be heard in any way, any shape, any form. I never said you cannot bring money into the church. I never said that. Because many of you bring it to me that way. But I sent my leader to say that's not the only way you can bring it to me. Because only that way put a limitation on your success. And it causes others to forget that I am the provider. I'm the one who gives, not the people. Many churches are competing and comparing. Many are acting sloppy and slacking. Many 
having negative motives. Many only talk to those who they feel important. Many are not valuing those they don't know. Many are not calling those who walked away. Many are disowning my flock. Many are confusing my sheep. Many are starting to forget Christ is their shepherd. Because somehow a come up can change a person's humility. That's why I always say, as your God, seek me first. Many seek me and they receive what comes with me and then stop. And then stop. And then stop. You give to me all ways of good deeds when you do a good deed. Because when you do a good deed unto others, you do it unto me. And when you do a negative one, you still do it unto me. I said, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. Prove me. If you bring the offering to me, I said, prove me. But many think that the offering is only in a congregation. Behind the four walls. Yes, you can bring to me that way, but that's not the only way that I want you to bring. So seek me and not traditional theology. Who's humble and who's not? Anybody can say what I said and it sounds good to get a crowd hyped up with a hallelujah vibe. But how many are really seeking people and not just seeking resources to say that you are powerful? There are some things that cost, but I never said everything do. Many are charging for everything. To take care of their bills when I'm the one who's supposed to take care of them. So they strategizing on ways on how they can make their own success. And put a limitation as to what I have already done. Many have an attitude problem when it comes to hearing corrections. So quick to use a metaphor, clap back, but you're supposed to clap up. How can you clap up if you're clacking, clapping back? Does it make sense? No one who had anything negative to say sought me about before they decided to say anything. 
regarding what I use my man of valor to say. Many are saying right now, we're not going to listen to that. Instead of saying, God, is that what you said? Now, what's going to happen if I send a word and you don't listen to that? I see everything. I see when people give their rent money. I see how people being pressured to praise, being forced passively to give. And if they don't, as if I don't love them still. And say that I don't need the money, but still pretty much beg for it. And then when many lose their homes on the process of losing something they need to be paid, and they go to congregations upon congregations upon congregations, and the first answer due to the first question, do you tithe? Many would say, how long have you been here? Are you a member? So what does offering really mean to people? Do it mean pay the bills in the congregation and mine because you're supposed to take great care of me? Save me as your God. How many don't feel valued in a place that's called Bethel and not Bethel? Bethel. How many? How many don't feel valued in their own congregation? How many feel like they're not important in my house? How many are so quick to keep building new territory but neglecting the ones that you have? How many can hear a message and don't get mad? Well, you know it's the truth. Come to me about it. See what I got to say to you personally if you don't want to receive from the person I'm choosing to use. I can only use those who allow me to. Many are saying what I'm not saying. I didn't say my son coming back for me to be afraid in a sense of you are dude. I say it's coming back for the glory. Many of you didn't even begin to take back what I already promised you to fulfill here before you can come back. Take the limits off and take the pressure off. And just enjoy each day as it comes along. How many Josephs I have here? How many Moseses I have here? 
How many Mordecai's I have here? How many Esther's I have here? How many confessions I have here? Thy will be done. How many disciples do I have here? How many are found trustworthy here even with the money they say that I need? So give it up. How many willing or prepare or even prefer to even think a thought that your value comes to what you can bring to a table. I never told you to bring anything to a table. I said, I'm going to serve you at my table. You suck with me. I don't suck with you. Without me supping with you in the sense of you first supping with me. I serve you. You're sitting at my table. How many say I'm a provider in begging? How many say I'm a provider in declaring being broke? Discipleship is not traveling a distance to people due to invitations who only invite you. Not even to feed anyone with natural food. Not even to give away money. The only reason I stated in my words to travel light, don't take, don't bring along, because I want your attention only on me. The more things you have surrounding you, it takes your attention off of just looking at me to supply everything that you need of me. How many say I'm the shepherd and I'm not because they want and they need? So if you want and need, then who am I to you? I never sent my son, my man of God, to say anything about what not to do. I sent them to repent for how it was being done. And trust me, he's not the only one. But he seems to be the only one who came forward. Even behind the four walls of the home. Many are denying that theology. Because they want the traditional theology. Many seek me for the resources. And not just look at me as the being the source. To release whatever you need that's already been written for you to always have 
many are doing what I never said. Many are not listening to me. Many are not looking to me. And I'm releasing my final move. It's going to only be clearly seen to a vessel who's open and available for me to be used. To complete what I have started. And only I know everything that's written down beforehand. Beforehand. I said in my word through a message to Timothy. And he released what I said. I promised eternal life. I promised eternal life to those who were listening to me. And I stated in my word before time even began here in the earth. So if I promised eternal life, so what does that say about the incident that happened in the Garden of Eden? When I said, when you eat from this tree, you will surely die. It wasn't in a sense of being destroyed. Already knew they was going to die. My son already considered himself dead in the kingdom due to salvation. Before I even created earth. He knew he had to come here. And he knew how he was going to come here. He knew he was going to take on everything that was not of him, a part of him, so I can fulfill what I said, because I said before Adam, I said before I even stated to Christ, let us make man, I said before I even saw, I said, I will release, I will provide eternal life. So, if Adam fell short, in a sense of death, it was always for the glory. You have to die to self. You eat from this tree of evil, you're going to have to go through a death. But because of that death, you got up. Because of the other man I sent on your behalf. So the death is not to destroy. It's to come alive. Because without me, you are dead. In the moment you make a decision without me, you are dead. In a sense of deception. For those who walk like Christ are not dead. Only dead unto sin. Like I sent Apostle Paul to say. Not the life that I live. Because I'm dead unto Christ. So the only way I can live. As if I get up again. 
So Adam, what I'm pretty much saying to you, you're going to have to get up again. Yes, you're experiencing pain and you're recognizing what you're never supposed to, but in a sense of it's not over for you. Because I already provided a way of an escape before I even created you, Adam. When it comes to my last book of life, when it comes to what I've written concerning you, my writing is not anything based upon what I have made you do. Everything I've written down is the opposite of force. I can't write down things about you that I already see that you're not going to do beforehand. Come on. That's why I see the end down to the beginning. Because I have to see my outcome first. Because I know that you're going to try to use another outcome. So I got to put mine to step at the end as your omega. Already had Christ in mind before I created Adam. Already had salvation in mind when I created Satan. So what does that look like to me? To write down only what I say, but not add in your free will. <laughs> so my writing is not based upon only what I want or only what I expect. What's written down is what you're doing. Because you can't do anything that's not written down. So all the failures, all the mistakes that have been forgiven are written down. Because if they weren't written down, then where is my glory in your testimony of me bringing you out of a thing? When I said you're going to come out on top, you're going to come out on fire. I write from the end down to the beginning. Visionize what that actually looked like. To write the new covenant all the way down to the old one and not the old covenant all the way to the new one. That's not how I write I don't write down the problem first. I write down the solution. Because I'm not the one who caused the problem. You do. So I write down what I say first. My truth. And then there goes a lie. Because my truth brings forth the glory. And that is the latter end. That's why I say pray without season. Count it all joy. In the midst of persecution, and the persecution only come under the influence of Satan. I don't cause persecution. That's why I sit my son and say, I have never asked anyone to stop or leave or do anything for my name's sake. So don't blame me for what you're currently going through. The sense of trouble. 
Because those who know me, those who know me, count it all joy in the midst thereof. Because those who know me live from heaven's reality. And what's heaven's reality? The end down to the beginning. So if you know what your end can even look like, a small taste of what it can even taste like, a small sound to even what it sounds like, you will always rejoice. And again, repeat it to rejoice. So why be mad when you know that there's a great outcome? Why be panicking when you know that there's a great outcome? The outcome is written before the problem. That's why I send you out. Because you are the solution. Many give a word to those who have a word. Or those who give a word and don't have no power. Due to taking their eyes off of humility. And now starting to be arrogant. In the sense of saying, I, 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 this person is accomplishing because they connected to me. This person is accomplishing because they know me. This person is accomplishing because I teach them. This person is accomplishing because I show them. But the thing about it is, we don't know nothing of our own. So who are we worshiping here? Or are we wanting to be worshiped? It says a lot about Moses and the Israelites during the time of the Ten Commandments. That's the only time they built that calf when Moses was up there because they felt as though he was taking too long. But not one person, not one dare to go up there after him and see what's going on. Come on. And many would say, in a sense, when God saying this word, you have to be dead in order to see my face. And God said that is a fact. Because you must die yourself in order to see me. <laughs> so you are dead in my presence. Dead to your old ways. Dead to your old way of thinking. Your old way of feeling. Your old life, period. That I never even created for any of you, say of God. You're dead to self, mean you alive unto Christ. How many give themselves, ranking themselves to have titles that they don't even have a mantle, nor anointing, nor power, nor relationship, nor love, no peace, no patience, no even generosity to even try to think to even carry to call. Don't get comfortable in the shoes you're carrying on your feet right now. It's good to have shoes. But what's protecting your feet is my fisha in the gospel age. The preparation side, God, in the gospel of peace. <laughs> Excuse me, God. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
we going back and forth. <laughs> Guess what's protecting our feet? Looking at God with your helmet on. Because God sees that your mind is renewed. So he see you with your helmet on. <laughs> God looking at you actually wearing the breastplate because you are actually guarding your heart. And God see the hearts that are not troubled. And he see the ones that are troubled. So he knows who's carrying the breastplate. Those who are wearing it and not. We don't have to sit anybody down. God can't do that all by himself. Many don't know what God is currently saying behind the four walls, but they get around people as if they know so much. God is doing so much because they just don't want to admit, I am scared. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm wrong and what I'm, people just don't want to hold themselves accountable and just say, you know what, God, just show me your way. We having great people walk out of congregations due to a lack of knowledge or how they were treated and no one go back after them. They're not talking about the, the people in the church as in us. As great stewards, but every leader as a parent who has children that you're responsible for, and you let them walk out, and you don't call back. Mm. You can't put that on a member when God has called you to be responsible. Too much is given, much is required. And what's required? Your responsibility to every need is, is for you, who those who needed to be for you. I'm bold enough to say it to you because God is before you. So who can be against you? So receive these words with love. In other words, hallelujah. Many of us preaching, God is saying, about all kinds of things that sound so good. But those who know God, and I may know that they know that they know God, can see right through the speaker. Look how you treat the members in your house. Look how you treat your spouse. And you get in front of people and want to talk about me as if I don't see you. You talk about love, but are you really loving? You talk about being healed. Are you releasing the healing? You talk about miracles and having eyes to see. How about being hungry to have somebody else's eyes to see too. Also naturally. There are people blind walking past you every day. Many walk down or stroll down the altar. Begging and pleading to be healed from a God that we say can do so. And let them walk right past 
and don't do anything. But we so quick to buy property. We so quick to buy things because increase to us is us having more space to fill up with things. How does that look if Quenisha have a boat, if Quenisha have a jet, if Quenisha have a mansion, if we have all this acre, all this cattle, all this land, and release no miracle signs and wonders to those I see every day. Now, who does it look like Quenisha is out here for? Quenisha. Come on, somebody. This is a time when God had people to be confronted with conviction through the conversion. This it's an hour. People going to cry out, cry out, cry out. How do you want me to serve you? What must I do to serve you? I got to come away. This is a time, an hour to be alone with God and just receive from God alone. Mm. This is the time. This is the very hour. That everybody who's doing things that God see that's not of him, but we don't see, we think it's good deeds. And doing trickery and doing skips and scams. Creating organizations and doing all these groups and things. So we can promote and stop it right now. How can God send a great leader for us to obey the correction due to how we were taught how to be and we deny because we don't want to follow after it? Then where does that put the works that eyes have never seen? If we keep seeing the same thing, hearing the same thing, and it's good to say in here, but people don't want to just keep hearing and seeing. They're ready to encounter. Because how many go in feeling so good or even come at the altar? Because a word that we said or done or even a giving a hug or just saying, come down there. And they leave out and do the same thing they were doing before they came in and feel bad about it because they knew that encounter they had at the altar. That's not encountering God. Because when you encounter God, you will never, ever go back. So it's not always about just saying. It's more about doing. So let's not just focus on just talking so much. Start with myself, if that helps. Because in order for me to be a vessel to be used to say what God has for me to say, you must know, you must got to know. If you don't already know, he first got to deal with a messenger. Now, if I come fast with a message upon a message, that's because I'm just that hungry to be in power. I'm just that hungry to be stretched, to be, you know, filled, to be corrected, to learn, to follow. 
Not about the outer appearance. Not about how you look. What you wear. I could care less. Even though I do care. Get what I'm saying, please. The way I feel right now, jeans and a t-shirt for this season. I got to be comfortable for what I'm about to do. What I'm already doing. Not about a wardrobe. Even though God promotes you to have one. But who's really hungry? To really know that heaven is already here. And we are from that place. So who's really hungry to release what's already here to be discouraged to those who don't even know what heaven is or what heaven is even about? Who God is or who God is even about? Many of us always got something to say. And walking past people who come past us, even asking to be healed, in the sense of being healed in any direction, and still walk out the same. And what did Christ say about that? Imagine if Satan said that to you. Him I know, him I know, but who are you? Now, if Satan don't even know your name, that's, come on now. 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 Like Joshua, his name means in Hebrew, the one to bring us into deliverance. God would give you a name to go according to your assignment. He had no idea he was going to be the one to stop, to start doing what Moses stopped. <laughs> Moses didn't even know until he disobeyed. And I'm going to tell you something before I get off of here. I had an encounter like never before. And when you make a covenant with God, because he made one with you, and you say, yes, God, and you do something you know you're not supposed to do. You better think about Solomon. You better think about David. You better think about Moses. You better think about Simon Peter. You better think about those who the grace came up off when they disobeyed. See, when you're walking under the covering, when you're obeying, God will have grace flood your life like never before. But when you disobey, and you can repent and be forgiven, but that covering will never be the same. It's going to go to the next and kin. David was so favored, and still is, but when he had that woman that he wanted husband to be first in battle to be killed so he could sleep with his wife and marry her, they lost that baby because God felt like he lost his son from his son of God. Now, how does that look? We can't disobey his command. We are committed, we are in a marriage. We can't try to divorce a covenant. There's no going back from that. So all these words, they got me to quickly get on here and say, you see them right now. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the 